Welcome back, everyone. This is Ryan Selkis. You're listening to another episode of Masari's Unqualified Opinions, where each week I discuss key industry trends with crypto's top investors, builders, and thinkers. Just a reminder, Masari is much more than a podcast company. So if you're an industry professional or crypto investor, head over to masari.io and check out Masari Pro, our crypto toolkit that offers best-in-class research, advanced screening, and charting tools to keep you ahead of the investing curve, plus a new enterprise alerts tool. We're also hosting the industry's largest virtual event, the Mainnet, this June 1st through 3rd, with over 50 hours of programming, 100 confirmed speakers, and virtual networking that's so seamless, you'll feel like you're actually there. 50% of the profits are heading to COVID relief, so go reserve your spot today at mainnet.com. Dot events. That's masari.io for pro research and tools and mainnet.events for the best virtual event you'll attend this year. With that, strap in for another episode. Going to be a good one. This episode of the podcast brought to you by Luca. Save money this tax season with Luca Tax, the only time-tested crypto tax software. Luca has listened to your feedback and now lets you calculate capital gains and losses, seeing the results using three different accounting methods side-by-side, all for free. You only pay if you want to see their detailed tax reports and submit your forms using their software. Luca supports unlimited transaction downloads from all major exchanges and wallets and helps you optimize your tax reporting so you can max out this year's refunds or minimize how much you have to pay. Luca wants to help Masari's Unqualified Opinions listeners save even more this year. So use promo code MasariTax and you'll get a discount. Much more importantly, you'll do your taxes correctly and stay out of jail. Download LucaTax at Luca with two Ks, tax.com, and save money this tax season. This episode of the podcast brought to you by crypto.com. We know times are tough. That's why crypto.com is introducing three different measures to help its community with their new crypto.com app and credit card. First, they're waiving the three and a half percent credit card fee on all crypto purchases in the next three months. They're also offering 10% back when you use the MCO Visa card on food and grocery shopping. And as always, you can buy gift cards on the crypto.com app for merchants like Whole Foods, Safeway, Burger King, and more with 20% back on food and additional 10% back on groceries. So download the crypto.com app today. This podcast is presented by Blockworks Group, one of the top blockchain events and media production companies I've worked with for exclusive content and events that could help you with insight into the crypto and blockchain space. Check them out at blockworksgroup.io and you will not be disappointed. All right, everyone. Welcome back. Another episode of Masari's Unqualified Opinions. I'm Ryan Selkis at 2BitIdiot on Twitter. Got a very special guest tonight. It is late here, East Coast time. It is early where he is. Talking about Jun Lee, who's the founder of Ontology, uh, a uh, one of the largest uh, crypto projects in China. We're going to talk uh, quite a bit about the uh, Eastern versus Western crypto scenes, some of the plans that uh, he and the Ontology team have for their new uh, and, and ever-evolving platform, and um, probably get into a little bit of the coronavirus update, I'm sure. Uh, as we are with pretty much every guest now, since it is the only topic that most people care about. Um, June, before we get into um, your background and, the, and the, the background of the project, how um, how has everything been in Shanghai? Uh, and and how much of your team and, and kind of ecosystem is currently based in China? Because um, I think that's probably a helpful orientation point for people uh, like much of our audience, which is going to be more Western um, dominated, uh, if if we have this conversation in a vacuum uh, and and people don't have a proper sense for exactly what it's like on the ground in China right now uh, due to the coronavirus, it might sound 
uh, a, a little bit other otherworldly uh, or um, or confusing that you just kind of brush things off and, and there's you know, not a whole lot to worry about. What what is the reality on the ground um, with the team and and you know with the uh, gradually easing uh, measures to to bring this under containment since it's been relatively contained in China? Yeah. Uh, currently, the um, situation will already be, I think, is become a stable and be controlled in China mostly. And uh, many companies have back to work. And uh, I guess it's especially uh, maybe more than 70 or 80 percent business is returned to the uh, I mean, work or open, especially. Of course, some public uh, activities still be uh, controlled or some um, people cannot do the, in the public areas. Um, but our company already back to work and all the technical and the marketing, all the team in Shanghai countries work is as uh, as a normal situation. And of course, a lot of argument about the virus, especially uh, people think, okay, where the virus come? And uh, people always argue where is the, the original source, especially. And uh, I also uh, check a lot of arguments and uh, the, about the virus, about China and how to uh, the virus coming. And uh, But I think we, we still need to trust the scientists. Science. There's a lot of scientists who still work for that um, um, to figure out the real source. There's still no answer right now, so we're still waiting for that. But China currently situation is being controlled. I know a lot of uh, other areas. The situation is still in a very dangerous or bad situation right now. Uh, maybe New York. Maybe also it's one of the areas. So uh, we're also looking for some some things we can do uh, helpful for, for those kind of uh, in Europe, uh, United States or other areas. So so that is country. China is country has become a stable situation. Mm-hmm. Um, so let, let's talk a little bit about your background and, um, and the project and then we'll kind of get back up to the modern day again. Um, but uh, when did you first get into the crypto ecosystem and, and what was the, the so-called red pill that you took to, to get involved? Was it Bitcoin? Was it, um, was it Ethereum? And, and what made you go uh, all in and, and decide to start your own um, multi-chain project? Okay. Actually, I'm joining the blockchain industry very early stage. In that time, Ethereum is still not exist. <laughs> so it's before that. It's maybe five years ago, I guess. Of course, Bitcoin is there, but few people know Bitcoin in that time. So I'm working for a uh, uh, CFX. CFX is China Financial Future Exchange. Is China one of the largest uh, traditional? Uh, financial the, the, the exchange platform. Um, I'm working as a technical uh, uh, structure and a technical leader for that part. And uh, we, we found uh, okay new technology called blockchain, which behind the Bitcoin coming. So we think, okay, that's where maybe impact uh, uh, financial exchange or financial trading or financial uh, institution. So I lead a, a small team to do a invest uh, investigation and uh, to study research this new technology. In that time, you still uh, just a few people papers like the Bitcoin white paper and uh, to 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 do the, this kind of study. But after that, I read some paper. After that, I find okay, that is not only a technology. 
is also kind of new, um, I guess it's collaboration models. Um, people can do the cooperation, collaboration. It's not only impact, impact to some financial trading or financial uh, scenario. They also impact a lot of other traditional uh, the, the business cooperation. So I think, okay, I, I cannot, I want to, to do those kind of new things in that time. I think because the traditional financial institution already exists, most things already exist more than 100, so 100 years. So I want to try to some new things. Yeah, so the five years ago, I decided quite my job and to, to begin to join a new startup. In that time, the new startup called OnChain is a technical uh, company. It's maybe it's the earliest technical company. They have several founders. Uh, one is Dan Fei, is Neil's founder, and uh, another also Eric also is the founders. Another founder, co-founder of Neil, and uh, I also joined this uh, technical company. And uh, that is maybe it's the earliest technical company in China, one of the earliest. So we start to do that. So during this part, we think, okay, we need another uh, a new kinds of public platform. They can support not only digital assets or digital economy, and also can link to the real traditional uh, industry, traditional business scenarios. They can also, especially, they can also support the identity and the data exchange, and even different legal uh, environment. So. That's why we kick off the um, ontology public platform, the more focus on this part. Yeah, this is, mm -hmm. um, yeah. And, and um, why, uh, why did you make the decision to split from uh, NEO and, and kind of create these two separate uh, projects? What, what is uh, unique about ontology? Um, because you do still work pretty closely with NEO, uh, if I'm, uh, if memory serves me correct. What, what, where where were the dividing lines and, and how do you work together and kind of view each other's projects today? Okay. Um, one thing is actually Anshan and Neo is a different company and different project. Neo is mm -hmm. public or community-based uh, public blockchain. Ontology also is another uh, community-based public blockchain, but Anshan is a technical company. They provide the technical uh, blockchain technical service. The, the actually the difference uh, between Neo and Ontology is Ontology is more focused on the, uh, the, the, the the traditional scenario is uh, how to link the decentralized service and to the traditional different business scenario. It's kind of convert those traditional business um, to a decentralized service. So that means they were more focused on some fundamental modules like the decentralized identity, decentralized data exchange protocol, and also include the how to link and to omit different legal requirements, KYC requirements. So ontology is more like um, uh, enterprise level or, or this kind of more focus on traditional. A new more focus on digital assets and the pure digital economy. So they, they still have a different technical uh, vision and the technique and the architecture and the business uh, objects. Mm -hmm. um, you know, as you think about your positioning, uh, you know, there's, there's some schools of thought where there's China and then there's the rest of the world, right? Uh, and, and you've seen this in terms of how 
aggressively the Chinese government has been and, and uh, how much they've embraced blockchain technology and, and their digital currency efforts right now. On the other hand, uh, it's been very hot or cold with public blockchains like Ethereum, like Bitcoin. Um, having uh, the, the nexus of the project and, and the team and the, the ecosystem in China, how do you think about um, being a permissionless system and, and also uh, being open for non-Chinese participation? Um, given that the systems that seem to be doing well uh, on the mainland, especially, are ones that are, are actively engaged with the government and, and, and are much more permission versus open and, and accessible to a, a global audience. Yeah, um, they have actually two parts. For example, the China national digital currency, they already launched as a testnet and uh, some in some small scope. That's actually is not kind of decentralized or, or blockchain solution. It's, made, it's, it's just a kind of digitalized token solution. So that's still centralized controlled uh, solution for that. Uh, so for this part, fundamentally, is no difference with currently uh, RMB, traditional RMB, just to use another technical way to, do, to use that. Um, for the blockchain or decentralized service, of course, in China, in most cases, permission blockchain is maybe kind of um, aliens uh, from different companies. They build a permission blockchain to in a specific scope or specific scenario to, to do that. Of course, those kind of scenario also can build some trust in specific uh, scope. But uh, um, I think in a large scope, especially the flexible scope, uh, business process, you don't know, okay, what is new participants, they want to do the business process based on the public platform like Ethereum or Bitcoin. So you have to use a technical uh, as a open and use open source and uh, you should be a very clear, transparent governance process and uh, let people come in. So, so I still believe uh, a public platform like Ontology still have their uh, specific usage in uh, in some uh, different scope. So uh, the government's policies maybe just don't want to uh, some individual investors. They don't know the background. They maybe some invest some project that's less uh, scam scam project or bad project. Um, but uh, if you have a long term history and show your uh, platform, technology, code, and use case already. And um, this, I believe, still have uh, uh, those kind of space to to, as, uh, to do that. Especially uh, most, in some case, I mean, in a large scope or flexible uh, scenario, permission blockchain cannot cover those kind of situation. They cannot build a, a transparent trust in many cases. So, so I still think public blockchain platform is will be uh, key things uh, in the blockchain. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm, I'm curious uh, with that in mind, which use cases you see as, as unique for ontology or, or which um, you are servicing that are, are similar to what is already being developed on top of Ethereum or Tezos um, mm-hmm. or, you know, is you know, will likely be, you know, built on, on Polkadot, which is also making a concerted effort to, to make, uh, you know, deep inroads uh, in the Chinese market once they launch. 
um, with substrate. So how, how do you divvy up the universe? Um, uh, is this, is this zero sum, uh, in terms of competing for developer mindshare ecosystem, um, uh, health and, and, and the network effects that come along with that? Um, or are there particular niches that ontology is particularly well suited for, um, versus some of its other competitor blockchains? Mm-hmm. Um, Two parts. One in the technical architecture, uh, ontology will more focus on two important protocol. I mean, expect for the blockchain infrastructure. Of course, we, we should have a, a high performance and decentralized uh, infrastructure. That is uh, maybe similar in different projects. I mean, the major projects will be uh, similar. Of course, ontology have a, in the infrastructure level have some specific uh, technology like the multiple uh, uh, virtual machine, I mean, smart contracts, different kind of smart contract uh, mechanism. And uh, in the vast uh, virtual machine smart contract, ontology currently in the public blockchain is the, the far. The, 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 farthest, is, uh, is the farthest one to do that. But the technical part is uh, its only infrastructure. That is uh, maybe uh, just a small difference even between Ethereum and the other platform. Uh, but in protocol, ontology will more focus on two parts. Is one is decentralized identity. That is uh, also already covered all the W3Cs, uh, EID protocols and more than that, a lot of specific module from ontology. And another is data exchange, decentralized data exchange protocol. Those two parts can link to the real uh, identity, differently, not only people, also include devices, company, organization, in the real uh, business case or in real world. I mean, uh, sometimes the KYC process or some also can be meet different legal requirements. I mean, decentralized service also can be uh, ac- can be accepted by the, the in the real scenario. Another is data exchange. Uh, we still believe data is um, um, is an important resource in the current like AI or other kind of business process. Uh, blockchain, from my point of view, currently, blockchain is one of best solution right now to support uh, data exchange and the cooperation uh, in a large scope. So that's why we, we more focus on our data, decentralized data exchange protocol. Um, currently, is one of uh, comprehensive decentralized protocol right now, compared with other data exchange protocol and projects. Uh, based on that, we also kicked off, just kicked off uh, a data exchange market like called Saga based on ontology. So that is uh, we we more more focus on. Actually, we currently we we support different enterprise and discuss with other partners. Also, is private those kind of protocol service for them. Beside that, uh, I mean in the operation and the service part, ontology also a little bit different with other project is. Community base is an important um, resource and the supporting uh, based on that. But we also have a core team in China and also have a global team in the United States and uh, Europe. We will private service uh, for different partners, traditional different partners to do the deeply cosmation and the long-term service for them, help them to finish the process converting for converting their business to decentralized service based on ontology solution. That is also is one of our advantage 
once once uh, one uh, I mean a company they want to uh, move their production to a decentralized service or platform. Uh, the technical evaluation is one part. Another is they also need to consider that, okay, is that code team can support me in the long term? If I meet something, if I need a deeply customization, if I need some consulting service, is those kind of service can support me my, in my real business? When you try run something or just build some small DApps, community base, that's fine. But for the most enterprise, they want to long term. That is, we can private, we can guarantee this kind of service. That's also is one of the advantage. So there's two parties differentiate us with other platforms right now. Yeah. Um, that makes sense. Uh, the you know I'm I'm, I'm curious what the uh, you know how much time and energy you spend thinking about the uh, the economics of the token um, mm -hmm. versus some of the underlying use cases because in um, in Korea and China and Hong Kong. There, there has been a much stronger um, speculative streak in the communities, and and you know a much I think greater emphasis on where you know the tokens are trading or what the financial performance is. Um, how how does that impact the the features that you build, the um, the the things you prioritize in the technical roadmap when it comes to updates, um, if at all? Because I, I obviously ontology has performed well um, as a uh, as a public blockchain. I think it's you know probably the, the in the top thirty or so in, in, in size and, and recognition. But um, that strikes me as a dynamic that would lead many in the. Um, uh, many developers and many teams and, and projects that are, are operating in the East to put more of a focus on financial products and, and actually uh, trying to figure out how the platform will generate value and, and, and have that ultimately crew back to the, the stakeholders. It's slightly different from, from the way that it is in the U.S. I mean, and, and this is for better and for worse because there are some U.S. projects and some European projects that say, yeah, we issued a token, but we're not really focused on the, the economics of it. We're just focused on the software. Um, and you know, and 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 for people that bought the token early on, they they're they're kind of like raising their hands and, and saying, you know, what 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 the hell? Um, so what what uh, type of thinking do you put into that? How does that factor into your decision making process day to day? Okay, um, yeah, from our understanding, is technology is important thing, but it's just kind of baseline. That is uh, things you you have to do. Finish. Uh, you have to have a strong technology uh, in a long term progress. You see, but as a platform, as a platform, you have to consist your uh, the, uh, the business model and the economic model, and it's long term how you can get return for your supporter. Or investor, maybe some supporter is technical supporter, some is just an investor. Uh, you have to consider that. You cannot say, okay, I just issue a token and I have, I deliver my technology. Is the technology useful or not? Have people want to use that? It's not my my concern. If I have got lucky, just like Ethereum, they got famous in the early stage, have a large community. Okay, this is lucky things. But for the following project, they say, okay, my technology is better than Ethereum, but I have a lot, not so lucky to find the, the, the fake god famous. I, I don't think this is good um, attitude for this part. 
you not only concern about technology parts, you also need concern how to um, do the business model in the long term. That's why we still, the core team not only deliver technology parts, we also have a very large uh, business development teams. They are talk to the different partners, especially traditional business in, in, in Europe, in United States, and in China, in Asia, in Japan, and Korea. This is why we, okay, we, we want more users, more case, more scenario running on ontology. Besides that, we also have a very large product team. They build the client product, not only mobile application, and different small apps, and the web application, the best ontology uh, to focus on different business scenario, different uh, use case or scenarios. Um, that is one thing. We want to have more use, real use case running on ontology, more and more transaction, more and more data, more and more identity be registered to the ontology. That means, uh, based on that, okay, you can got an ecosystem. But ecosystem is not, uh, some people think, okay, ecosystem is not a real things. You another, you need to very care about your token economy. That means like ontology have due tokens. It's very like a traditional stock, uh, but it's a little bit different. But one thing is scarce, more and more use case, they will got more and more benefit to ONT holder, I mean token holder. I think this is a uh, uh, process, has model, so people can support it, do the support for your long term. They know, okay, you're doing everything, will increase the, the, the enhance the value of the token. That is, you can got the, the investor or supporter long-term supporting. That's also important because, to be honest, the whole industry, blockchain industry, is still not, uh, can be survived just by their own business model. I mean, your income can cover all your technical cost or the other business cost right now, not to this part. It's very like the early stage international start in industry. They still need to input or invest more, more than income. So based on that, what kind of you do, people can trust you in the long term. And they think your business model is uh, makes sense. They want to support you, not only kind of just a trading, just a help, a helper is finished. Um, this is important. This is, that is the things and the logic ontology want to our community, not only technical community and also investor to understand this part. And also we, we, we want to show our ever efforts, ever uh, results, ever achievement, not only a marketing, uh, announcement is also people to to think. Okay, this is the logic is makes sense. The logic is help your the future values. So so I think this is both important. Not only technology. Yeah. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Luca. Save money this tax season with Luca Tax, the only time tested crypto tax software. Luca has listened to your feedback and now lets you calculate capital gains and losses, seeing the results using three different accounting methods side by side, all for free. You only pay if you want to see their detailed tax reports and submit your forms using their software. Luca supports unlimited transaction downloads from all major exchanges and wallets and helps you optimize your tax reporting so you can max out this year's refunds or minimize how much you have to pay. Luca wants to help Masari's unqualified opinions listeners save even more this year. So use promo code Masari tax and you'll get a discount. Much more importantly, you'll do your taxes correctly and stay out of jail. Download Luca tax at Luca with two K's tax.com and save money this tax season.
This episode of the podcast brought to you by Crypto.com. We know times are tough. That's why Crypto.com is introducing three different measures to help its community with their new Crypto.com app and credit card. First, they're waiving the 3.5% credit card fee on all crypto purchases in the next three months. They're also offering 10% back when you use the MCO Visa card on food and grocery shopping. And as always, you can buy gift cards on the Crypto.com app for merchants like Whole Foods, Safeway, Burger King, and more with 20% back on food and an additional 10% back on groceries. So download the Crypto.com app today. You know, I, I definitely uh, think that is a, uh, I don't know that it's a unique perspective. I, I think the entrepreneurs and operators um, in the East are able to speak about that much more um, directly than some of the operators in the West for, for regulatory reasons. Um, what, have, what have your discussions been like, uh, if any, with some of the Western stakeholders, the, the, uh, the infrastructure providers, the exchanges, um, the funds, because, you know, you, you can't, um, it's almost like you can't talk about certain token dynamics with uh, an exchange in the West, for instance, if it's not absolutely a non-security and, and a, a, a genuine cryptocurrency like Bitcoin or one of the early forks with very, very limited exceptions. Um, does that, uh, do you actively seek out Western partnerships at this point, or are you content to let them come to you when, when the time is right from a regulatory standpoint? Um, pardon, your question points is about, uh, the, you mean, token trading parts? Or? Well, just uh, generally getting um, Western involvement in the ontology yeah. ecosystem, of yeah. which trading is, is obviously yeah. going to be a big element yeah, um, yeah. because that's, that's generally how people first get involved in these ecosystems. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, I think people in the different community actually we want to more and more want to people to involve the ecosystem as developer or some they can build their very decentralized service ontology. That is uh, one thing. If as an investor we actually don't do any directly do any kind of uh, investment uh, recommendation and all those kind of things, but we just show the logic. What is logic behind the token? What is logic for this platform or protocol? What is the long-term, how they got value uh, in the long-term? We will very want to clear that people to understand that. So they can do the decision based on that. Okay, I want to a builder, to be a builder, uh, build my uh, service on project. Now that I can be an investor. Okay, I believe currently in long term I could got value, and of course they needed to evaluate currency price. Okay, that's the price. This is the market uh, market size is uh, is a good time to to the investment. That is special. But mostly we still want to more and more people. Okay, they can convert the country business as a decentralized service to try that, and uh, ontology want to private. The, the service for that. The service not only an infrastructure protocol or open source, also kind of consulting and cost-measuring technical service for that as well. So that is we are open. But of course, we need to more people know us and to 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 got more communication with different community in different areas. Um, what what are some of the things that keep you up at night or are are most concerning? 
um, as you scale the community, scale the, the technology. Um, and, you know, I was having a, a conversation with, um, with a, a few folks just last night where the, especially in light of everything that's going on internationally um, beyond crypto, there's concern that uh, on the one hand, this is crypto's moment. So if it doesn't take off um, at scale and uh, particularly Bitcoin and then, you know, Bitcoin having a trickle down effect or, or many of the Web3 applications that we've been talking about for a long time, um, if not now, then when? And um, on the other extreme, if things move so quickly and, and, and there is such radical change that Bitcoin and Ethereum and all the other major assets spike, um, that it draws too much attention, then, you know, some of this ecosystem could be stifled. Um, to me, it, it seems like that's particularly concerning uh, in China from a censorship perspective, but not so much uh, practically speaking, given that the, the coronavirus itself is relatively contained and it doesn't seem that life has been permanently altered uh, in China. Where, um, where are your concerns today? Uh, right. Is, is it, is it what's going on with the rest of the world uh, or is it with what you can control and how ontology continues to establish itself versus, you know, Ethereum or, or, you know, some of the other protocols that are um, much more, you know, globally recognized and, and, and larger from an ecosystem standpoint. Okay. Um, one thing is, of course, um, from my current understanding, the blockchain uh, industry is very like international industry. That means the uh, top platform in different uh, vertical uh, scope will be the final winner. This means just one, maybe first and second platform become the final winner, and the third will become gone. So it's unlike the other traditional industry. That's definitely. But uh, uh, one thing is they still need to have a different platform uh, to private kind of specific service uh, in different vertical scope. Uh, just like internet, we still have, okay, Facebook for the social network, Google for the search engine, and maybe Amazon for the e-commerce. And China is similar, right? So uh, we still have a uh, we have different uh, strategy and the focus with uh, other famous kind of famous platform like Bitcoin and Ethereum. They actually cannot cover all kinds of scenario. If a decentralized service will become a kind of mainstream service in the future, in the next generation, uh, they still need uh, several uh, different platforms to focus on that. So at least currently ontology is one of option. I mean, a short list right now. They're still existing more than three years and uh, just a few platform, I mean, public chain platform can still be exist uh, right now. And uh, so currently they still have a chance to do that. And the global recognition, yes, one thing is currently is people, okay, we, they, they know the famous project like Ethereum and uh, Bitcoin. Um, but in next phase, we think if you have more and more real scenario use case, you also will have got your specific recognized in different specific scope. I mean, for example, if you're working for the, some uh, uh, traditional industry and those kind of industry use case will help you. Okay, people think, okay, this use case, we can pass on the ontology to do that. Or maybe data exchange, or maybe the supply chain process. So let's also have a, I believe, still have a chance to do that. 
Besides that, we we also have uh, got our some supporting and also is kind of famous in China and Asia. That also can help us to, especially in this scope, we can find more use case and uh, try to copy or, or to support those kind of use case to be globalized. Um, so I still believe this chance be there. Just you, you see currently internet industry, most China internet company is very huge and very big right now, but still most Western people still don't know their service right now. Just maybe TikTok is successful, but in other like the WeChat or the other, uh, even Alibaba is still not so many services. So uh, this is a lot. And another key thing is, I think is um, country globalization also meet a lot of challenge right now, especially currently maybe uh, trading issue conflicts and also included the various situation. I think a decentralized service or platform will have for people to do the cooperation in next phase. So I believe blockchain or decentralized service have their own specific chance to, to support the new kinds of globalized cooperation in next phase. Um, in terms of uh, ecosystem collaborations, you see a lot of co-developments with, um, with projects, uh, you know, in, in the West, you know, Zcash, uh, is constantly working with Ethereum to incorporate zero knowledge proofs uh, in, into some of the upgrades that they're making. Um, you've got uh, you know Cosmos that has been working on interoperability between some of these different blockchains. Uh, you know Polkadot for a while uh, was claiming that they were not going to be competitive with with Ethereum and it was going to be more of a friendly um, uh, dynamic. And and you know of course that's be uh, come under some. Uh, Criticism, or, or uh, you know, to, to uh, quite a bit of, of snark on, on social media as to whether that's true. When when you think about key other partners and um, and and kind of developing this interoperable layer of of uh, crypto projects, who are some of the most important um, groups that you work with um, and and have to interoperate with successfully? Um, both today and, and kind of going forward, and 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 what type of mind share do you currently give that uh, versus the other priorities you have uh, technically or, or from a business uh, development standpoint? Okay, um, currently most project blockchain project is uh, uh, still as a kind of community based. Uh, they build a community and uh, uh, the community teams, maybe some individual developers, small teams, build uh, the apps or application based on that. Um, that is important. I think it's important part. Um, but from my point of view also, another important part is you have to discuss with some the, the, the big partner. I mean, big partners, they already have their own specific uh, scope community in the traditional industry, just as I mentioned. That is important uh, because you only know the, the apps, how many uh, apps is not so important. I, I, I believe, okay, more and more is better, but importantly, you need to have a high quality pro application to support a real scenario with a big user group and even in the big, big uh, business scope, that is important. Uh, of course, 
based on this process, your product, so your platform, your protocol also will be strong. Be uh, be how to be be proved by a real case and real production environment, and of course this also benefits to the community. They can build a decentralized application more easy and more secure for that. Um, compared with the internet industry, they will not, for example, Alibaba, or Tencent, Facebook, uh, the Amazon. They also can offer the platform, but they are not owning based on their community, okay, build a different kind of small application on, on my pro, uh, platform. So we'll make sure my success. Um, they actually provide a specific large scope service like the social network or e-commerce based on their platform. Of course, they still have some small uh, community-based ecosystem application, but you have to a real big uh, mainstream application based on that. That is ontology more focused on. And based on if this kind of application, you can support those kind of application, other community-based apps will also go to benefits. You can more easily and more trust your platform build for this part. But another important thing is decentralization is also important and key things. You need to make sure your efforts to be more decentralized, more people. I mean, the governance more level, you need to involve more and more partners to do the governance people. Just like today's, you need to have a, a, a shareholder as a board, they can do the governance for the company. But for the uh, management teams, you need to focus on, okay, what is uh, key business for this company? Um, the decentralized is a, uh, is a key difference with other centralized platform. Because just uh, compare with resource or technology, actually those kind of currently internet player, international, internet industry player is far more than blockchain starts mm -hmm. But the decentralization, you need more focus on. But this is, this is not technical level. It's kind of governance level. This governance is more like your economic uh, the, even the token or governance uh, economy model, people if we can go to benefits for those kind of to join or participate in the, the governance model process, they will join. That is actually a different logic. We don't want to mix them up and we will more focus on the real and large scope uh, application right now. Yeah. If there was one thing that people could get out of this conversation, you know, and, and uh, memes are so powerful uh, in general, but in this market in particular, um, what, what is the what is the one line catchphrase that you you'd want people to have when they think of of ontology, um, or is there one in in China right now and and uh, and, and maybe more localized, um, or uh, what is your favorite that you've seen to date? Uh, what's what's people think ontology? Yes, we actually is. Uh, um, kickoff from uh, Basel from China, but it's already become a, a transparent public platform. I think mm -hmm. still people think, okay, that is global platform, they can do that. They have a private, uh, some enterprise level and a strong uh, protocols infrastructure for that. Um, but uh, country people maybe were traditional, I mean, currently people trust company or service, maybe based on where you come from, China, United States or Europe. But in blockchain world, I believe people will more trust technology. If you everything is transparent, open source, even governance processes is transparent, you just check the technical and the, 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 the technology. So you need to trust teams, trust the 
where they come from, just trust the technology. Uh, you you can check by yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what what I meant by that was not uh, necessarily that that your community was confined to China, but um, but but rather uh, if there was like a one line meme uh, that had taken off. Um, where people were you know, able to refer to the project in shorthand, right? So, so Ethereum was the world computer, um, you know, Bitcoin, digital golds, uh, you know, uh, Tezos, French ether, right? Like, you know, uh, some of them are serious, some of them are, are jokes, um, but, uh, but it has anything stuck uh, or, or do you have uh, like a, a catchphrase or um, anything that uh, would be memorable to help people, uh, you know, both with a little bit of wit, but also just, you know, generally speaking, really cut to the core of, of how you guys are different. Yeah. Yeah, we, we have a, a kind of slogan called the Trust Redefined. Uh, just maybe, maybe like the Apple slogan is, uh, slogan is called, okay, think difference. We are Trust Redefined, actually. Is, so we, we define currently ontology as a trust collaboration platform, decentralized trust collaboration platform. People, if you want to build a trust platform process linked to a real business, I mean, currently the off-chain real business, ontology is a good choice for that. You're not only just digital economy or the token economy, but you want to a real business can move as a decentralized service, ontology is a good choice. So we define us as a trust collaboration, decentralized trust collaboration platform. Uh, the slogan is trustfully defined. You need a new trust mechanism to do your business in next phase. Um, what are you looking forward to the most this year from the project? Um, this year, I, I'm looking for uh, one or uh, several important, I mean, the big partners in the traditional market will build a partnership with ontology to build a real decentralized application. I mean, big decentralized application ontology together. This is what we are looking for. Another is we will still we are push the decentralized level, uh, decentralization level uh, in next phase. More and more governance people will join to the governance process. This is two key things we will, we will focus on in this year. Excellent. Uh, well, June, uh, it's been uh, terrific catching up with you. We're uh, we're excited for the year ahead uh, for the project, and definitely appreciate you taking the time to uh, explain this to our community and, and uh, outline some more of your plans for the, uh, not just this year, but kind of in general and, and how you see the project uh, vis-a-vis all of these other um, new blockchain experiments, uh, which we sometimes forget or we're still very early on. Um, where can people find you and get more involved uh, with Ontology if they are so inclined? Uh, you can choose ont.io. You will find most of our social network uh, linkage and uh, you can you can follow us and to even to to communicate with us for that yeah ont.io yeah our website and then are you uh or do you have a social media presence as well or mostly uh just stick to work and don't don't get distracted yeah i will use the wechat and uh, but not uh, directly use twitter but we have a twitter official accounts we will do some people yeah. can link to us with that with that Excellent. Ontology um, is uh, is also, we've got a pretty robust profile on the project at sorry.io. So uh, you can head on over there to learn more about the project or ont.io as well. June, thanks again. And uh, yeah. for everybody that's watching, listening, thank you for tuning in. Yeah. Thanks, Ryan. Uh, Ryan should be here. Thanks. Until next time. Peace. Okay. 
That's a wrap. Thanks for listening. New episodes of Unqualified Opinions go live weekdays at noon Eastern time. You can follow me in the meantime on Twitter at 2BitIdiot if you want to continue the conversation or troll me. Otherwise, I'll see you next week.